This episode of the MGMA podcast is brought to you by Walmart Business. It's the Walmart you love, now for business. Get everything you need for your staff and patients in one place. Enjoy big savings on health and safety products, cleaning supplies, over-the-counter medications, and much more. And don't forget the break room snacks. Create a free account today and start shopping at business.walmart.com. That's business.walmart.com. Introducing First Call Triage, your ultimate remote medical staffing solution. With their office hours nurse triage line, front office services, including appointment scheduling and insurance verification, and back office services, managing medication refills and prior authorizations, First Call Triage can streamline your practice's operations. Plus, their remote patient monitoring and chronic care management ensure comprehensive patient care. So make the right call. First Call Triage is the first and only call you need for efficient, cost-effective, and high-quality medical staffing. So visit their website at firstcalltriage.com to revolutionize your practice. Again, that's firstcalltriage.com. Well, welcome everyone. This is Daniel Williams, senior editor of MGMA and host of the MGMA Podcast Network. We are glad to have another member spotlight podcast today. We've got Darren Keeney. He is director of revenue cycle management at Galen Medical Group. And uh, he's actually a listener of the show. So that's kind of cool. So Darren, welcome to the MGMA <laughs> podcast. Thank you, Daniel. This is a pleasure. Like you said, I love listening to the show. It's insightful and this is actually going to be a lot of fun. So let's see what you got. All right. That is so cool. Well, the first thing we like to do with the Member Spotlight podcast is just get to know MGMA members. I think that's a great way for us to network, to share stories and learn about each other. So for you, Darren, tell us a little bit about that healthcare journey for you. How'd you get interested in healthcare in the first place? And give us a little bit about that uh, journey and pathway. You know, what's great is mine is a lot of it is by accident. Um, I grew up in Northeast Ohio in a little town called Chardon. Um, those of us that know it, it gets a lot more snow than the rest of Ohio. We're right up on the bank of the uh, Lake Erie. And when the snow comes through, it piles up. So you're talking six, seven months out of the year, you're either in 20 pounds of car hearts or you're un icing your car or your truck. And at the time I was working, uh, my family had a quarry. So we were outside working and then the rest of the year you were off. So I just happened to be walking through Walmart one day and saw something on the back of a newspaper that said, you can transcribe at home. I went, okay, well, I can type 90 words a minute. We'll give this a go. So I took some transcription, learned some terminology, learned some anatomy and took off. So that was the start of it. I went to a small night school, um, got some more education and became a, a medical secretary. And my whole journey started as a surgery scheduler at an ASC. 
So from there, it was, what can I pick up? What can I learn? And this whole coding thing, they understood it, but they didn't understand it. So I became a certified coder. Like saying, oh, I'm in a copy room. And I had an anesthesia group ask me if I knew how to do this billing thing. And I went, sure, got me out of the copy room. And next thing I know, I was helping to start an anesthesia billing practice. Moved on from there, worked in, um, let's see, what were they, workers' compensation, learned about RCM, everything from the front desk. If you can schedule a patient, bill a patient, code a patient, collect the money. So really all aspects of revenue cycle I've learned over the last 25 years and finally ended up down here in Chattanooga, Tennessee, working for Galen Medical Group. And it's been an amazing opportunity. That is a wonderful story. And again, it is such a great entry point to understanding uh, who our MGMA members are. I mean, we're, we do the work, but, uh, you know, we're talking about people at the end of the day as well. Yeah. So it's always good to know uh, the people who are out there and, uh, you know, working through all of those different challenges that uh, medical professionals deal with. Now, you and I were talking offline. You've got this incredible, I wish we were doing this as a, a video where our audience could see it, but you've got this beautiful river and bridge and just skyline behind you. It's gorgeous. And it's, is that Chattanooga? You were telling me this offline. Yeah, this is uh, the Walnut Street Bridge here in Chattanooga. If you've never seen it, it's one of the longest footbridges in the United States. And the view of the river and you've got Signal Mountain in the background and Lookout Mountain in the background. And they, they call it the scenic city for a reason. So it, it's just it's been a beautiful thing to live here, uh, especially coming from the, the Arctic tundra of northeast Ohio. The summers are hot. The winters are warm. And if you sneeze, you, it, it's spring already. So it, it's been a fantastic time being here. Well, Darren and I were uh, waxing nostalgic before we hit record here. I was telling Darren that I spent six summers of my childhood in uh, as a camper on Lookout Mountain. Um, did a lot of camping there, uh, hiking in that area. I remember a lot of the memories have to do with either blueberries up there on Lookout Mountain or occasionally a rattlesnake. So, well, those two, um, yeah. Yeah, but uh, you said you had camped there uh, as, a, as a kid or at least earlier in your life as well. Is that right? Yeah, I spent a lot of time backpacking down here in the early 90s. And the city, night and day, I came back, it would have been a decade later, and it blew me away how much the city had changed. Um, it's more walkable. Um, nature is a lot of the environment around here. It's a, it's a lot to do with what people see. They want to get out of the office and go for a walk, or they want to go up to the country. If you know Chattanooga in 10, 15 minutes, you can be out in the middle of the mountains, or you can be downtown having some of the greatest food. Uh, the people down here are amazing. So it, it's just a great place to be. That, that is great. I always love catching up with people. Just, it, it just brings back a lot of flood of memories. So it's really, yeah. really cool. So, yeah. um, Thanks for sharing that with us, Darren. So let's get to what you're doing these days. So you are the Director of Revenue Cycle Management at Galen Medical Group. Just to tee us up, just tell us our audience here a little bit about the size and scope of the practice, a little bit about Galen that we might not know. Uh, Galen is a multi-physician group practice. 
Um, about 200 physicians, mid-levels, APPs, um, 800 employees-ish, about 30 locations, uh, dermatology, vascular, GI, OB-GYN, uh, pediatrics, internal medicine. Um, we really cover a, a big swath here in Chattanooga. So it's great that we get to handle so many different types of people. It's not just one small practice. Um, being part of a group practice really has its own challenges, but again, we get to service a lot of the, the uh, community down here. And there's nothing like walking into a, a pediatric practice. One, there's a bad side when they have to get a shot, but number two, there's where they get the sucker at the end. And there's nothing like seeing them in those uh, smiling faces when they come out of there. So you get the best of both worlds when you're in peds, but yeah, being multi-group, we see all kinds. It's great. That's incredible. So we know what your title is, Director of Revenue Cycle Management. But well, when you think about that, what do you see as your primary responsibilities? What are you focused on there? You know, when people ask me what I do, and this is just normal day, the shorter answer I can give is I make sure the insurance companies pay their bill. So if I don't do my job right, you know, the, the patient has to be the center focus all the time. And unfortunately, being on this side of it, we have to be the ones that ask for money. Well, I'd like to start from the side of you paid your premiums. You might have a high deductible, but you still paid your premiums. And insurance is supposed to do adjustments and they're supposed to help out. That's why we have it. So if I don't do my job correctly and I don't train my team well, I don't make sure my workflows are clean, a patient's going to get a bill that they may not need to. They may be overcharged. Maybe I missed an adjustment. And I don't want to add more stress to somebody. Um, you look at the way that uh, finances are in the United States right now, and the number one thing that people owe is usually medical bills. So the last thing I want on my conscience is not training my team well enough to catch errors and making sure that people really are getting what they're paying for. Um, we have so many rules and regulations. It's tough to keep up on, but that doesn't swerve away from the fact that we really need to take care of our patients first. Mm -hmm. um, moving on with revenue cycle management, we know that it's just, for lack of a better phrase, it's sort of the lifeblood of uh, healthcare organizations. You gotta, you gotta get paid. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, it's yeah. you want to be there to care for those patients, but you also have to keep the lights on as well. Um, yeah. So, talk about that. What are some of the key challenges that you face in your role, and and how do you overcome them? Well, you know, if you think the number one thing that is is growing the most in a practice right now is patient AR. You have high deductible plans. Um, people don't have coverage. So the hardest thing to do right now is be training staff to be forward enough to ask for that money. I mean, you're a patient. I'm a patient. We go into hospitals and they'll say, okay, how much would you like to pay? It's how much you're going to pay. Um, so a, a big challenge is really missing out on those payments. You know, it's, it's one thing to get insurance payments. Those, those payments are posted. We know what our fee schedules are for keeping up on our contracts. If we're making sure that we're holding the insurance companies accountable, but it's a, a lot harder to ask for that patient money and, and going on, we have to make sure that not only is our front staff trained to ask for money, but they need to be asking for the right amount. So making sure that our workflows 
include making sure they know how to read the screens, identify, is it a deductible? Is it an adjustment? Is it a copay? Is it a coinsurance? There's all of these words that are, you know, basically for us to know on the backside, but statistically we don't train our front desk staff as well as we should. And that tends to be a shortfall. So I guess if we're going to look at where we could tune things up the best, it's education, education, education. Okay. Uh, I want to switch gears a little bit here now. Um, You were giving us some background with your role there at Galen. Um, You also are a very active member of MGMA. The people who wind up on the MGMA member spotlight podcast, you have raised your hand. You have volunteered in the member community. You're active there. Um, I want to make sure I get this right. You're a member of our budding, uh, newly formed MGMA book club as well. Is that correct? Oh, yeah, that's great. I'm glad you brought that up. If anybody (laughs) hasn't started the book Insight yet, I cannot recommend it enough. Uh, I was I was elated when you said you were going to start a book club. So um, so far, the book has been great. Uh, I'm sure you've already read it in order to put it out there to everybody. But talk about some stuff to look inward on. Whew. It stops you and makes you think about what are you doing before you go out and worry about what everybody else is doing. So, yeah, great book. Yeah. And that book, again, it's Insight and it's by Tasha Yurick. Uh, we have just launched this MGMA book club. This is the first book uh, that we've read. And we meet, I believe it's, uh, there it is. It's Tuesday, January 23rd. So anybody who's interested, you can send me a direct note at dwilliams at mgma.com. Or you can go to our MGMA member community and search book club and you'll find it there. And you can sign up that way as well. We'd love to have you on there. So because you are a very active member of MGMA, I want to talk about that then. How did that relationship begin? How'd you learn about MGMA in the first place? It's always good to hear that sort of origin story, how we got connected. So tell us about that. You know what? When I was uh, running the anesthesia billing practice, MGMA popped up a lot. We got a lot of our benchmarks and our KPIs um, from the MGMA. And I had always looked forward to the time when I would actually qualify for the CMPE. Um, So for years, I've been using MGMA. And if you think of all the the tools that are out there, the the webinars, uh, not just the Connect um, magazine, but podcasts like this, um, national and local events, I mean, the the sheer volume of data that's out there available by the MGMA. I mean, take the data dive, for example. If you you think of it, MGMA is probably able to pull that data out. And then being able to benchmark in the KPIs and know generally what the health of your practice is, it's just been essential over my last 10 or 15 years um, of administration. Yeah, because you work so closely now in that revenue cycle, can you give us an example of you used either data dive or anything else that supported you directly in your work in the revenue cycle uh, there? This one's pretty easy. So, I mean, if you think (laughs) of all of the different things that come out, I mean, you've got the MGMA government affair emails that come out. Uh, Again, the connect magazine, it might not be your practice specifically, but there's always something in there. You're looking at the MGMA insight emails that just drop little hints of something that might be out there for you. Again, the data dive, that that one's been instrumental since that was, became available. 
the straight up online information and the education between the webinars. Um, you can sign up and take classes. Um, I took my FMC before the, I took my CMP exam. And then of course, I like to uh, push everyone towards this. When you're in the member community and the bulletin boards and you get into the Excel user network, I don't know if you know where I'm going with this, the Big Idea Podcast by Nate Moore. That guy is a trip. If you want to learn some stuff about Excel, yep. take a few minutes and listen to Nate. If you ever see him with his Hawaiian shirt, his voice fits his personality. But I cannot tell you how many of those podcasts I've listened to just in order to figure out a problem I was going through. So again, I can't recommend if you're not in building your dashboard on the MGMA website, stop and take the time to do it because it's it's unbelievably helpful. That's awesome. That is awesome. All right. Um, well, for a final question here then, and I've been asking people this all week because we are recording this the first week of January. And so I've been asking people um, as you're looking ahead, we're talking again in early January, what goals you might've set for yourself either for professionally or personally. Talk about that, Darren. What's going on in your world? Well, you know, I, most people don't do resolutions because we never stick to them. But a couple of things that I'm pushing hard on myself to do this year is one, not to focus so much on how much work we get done, but how efficient and how effective we are. So the two E's, you know, really digging in our heels. And there are times to move fast when you've got volume, but that's when errors happen. So not just moving to move, but being effective and efficient in what we're doing reviewing our workflows, stopping log jams, um, and, and more to that, breaking down silos and communicating, talking to people, going to the doctors, going to the front desk, going to the coders, the payment posters. So, you know, that that's one of them. Two of them is I, I really want to do more speaking engagements. I had the opportunity with a fellow, uh, Misty Hickman, uh, to do a talk at the local TMGMA this fall. That was a blast. I mean, you give me a microphone in 20 minutes and I'll talk your ear off. So <laughs> I'd really like to do some more of that. And then finally, I'd really like to write some more articles. I've seen the value of what comes out on the MGMA website, uh, what comes out um, that's published on there to read. And I think I've taken so much from that. I really need to take the opportunity to give some of it back. So those are really my, my main goals for this year. Fish and effective speak somewhere on something good and write something down. I love it. I love it. Well, <laughs> that is going to do it for this episode of this MGMA member spotlight podcast. Darren, thanks so much for joining us. Daniel, this has been a pleasure. Thank you so much. You got it. So everyone listening, uh, if you want to be on the MGMA member spotlight podcast, Send me a note. I already put out my email once, dwilliams at mgma.com or go straight to the episode show notes. You can find it there or you can go to Ask MGMA. It's that green button on the website. Just click in there and let us know there if you have questions or you want to give back the way Darren's talking about. So thanks again for all of you for being MGMA podcast listeners. Most physicians don't have the opportunity to learn the business of medicine. What docs don't get taught, Physician Business Training is a course developed by MGMA 
and administrators from Johns Hopkins University School of Medicine. This interactive course provides in-depth physician business training that can drive personal and organizational success. Purchase now for yourself or your organization at physicianbusinesstraining.com and earn eight hours of CME credit. Again, go to physicianbusinesstraining.com to purchase and to learn more. The popular buzzword we've been seeing everywhere is AI. But what we all want to know is how we can implement and use it to our advantage when it comes to improving margins, accelerating cash flow, and optimizing staff performance. There's a one-stop shop using cloud-based predictive analytics. MGMA Analytics is your AI-enabled tool that upscales technology you've already been paying for, so you can silo your disparate systems and make data-backed business decisions. Visit mgma.com slash analytics and see how AI can revolutionize your finances and operations. Again, visit mgma.com slash analytics today.